You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the intro for Deadpool 2. I know you guys are all excited about it. Uh, you're hoping that it's either going to be as good as the first one or it's going to totally suck, right? But could it be better than the first one? We actually have differing opinions from our group of critics on this one, but I think generally speaking, we all really enjoyed it. It's pretty awesome. Um, but you know why I'm here, because i got to tell you about Oscar Blues Brewing Company. They are our sponsor, and they are super cool to us. They provide us with literally more beer than we can drink, which is a problem that everybody should have, except maybe serious alcoholics. Wait a minute. Am I a serious alcoholic? I don't feel like confronting this issue right now. We'll deal with that later. The upside uh, of uh, all this is that if you ever come join us for like one of the gatherings or something, there will definitely be beer at this house. But you know what? We actually really like the beer, so it's kind of awesome. I'm personally very partial to Dale's Pale Ale, which was the first craft beer ever put in the can. But, man, just go to their brew pub. It's at 10420 Metric Boulevard in Austin, Texas, and it is awesome. It is a gigantic space uh, with all the beers and also um, homemade sodas that they make are really good on tap right there. You should go there and check that out. I'm sure if Deadpool was looking for a bar around the Metric Boulevard area in Austin, it would be the bar he would hang out at. I don't know what the, you know what never mind let's just move on and say thanks everybody thanks especially our subscribers man we need you guys right now more than ever really a lot of you guys have been really stepping up I can't tell you how grateful I am for that but really we need to hit a steady plateau of regular subscribers if the site is going to be something that can continue there are some things that basically ended up with me owning the entire site and that puts it everything into a different tax situation, in which case I realized if things haven't improved significantly by next year, uh, I'm going to be deep, deep, deep in the hole and continue to get deeper in the hole. So, guys, step up. If you want to save oneofus.net, become a subscriber, stick to your subscription, upgrade your subscription. Anyway, you don't want to hear enough of that business. You want to hear people scream and yell about Deadpool. So, you know what, let's go ahead and do that right now. I still can't believe that we even got one really amazing Deadpool movie, at, at not not to mention two. I mean, like, after we saw R- Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool the Spoiler. first time and Wolverine, uh, it's not a well, spoiler the movie was from. good. Like it, yeah. <laughs> That's the point of the review. That's the, okay. I really liked it. But, you know, after seeing him originally play it and we were all like, well, I guess we're never going to get a good Deadpool. Guess what? Well, we thought we had a, a good Deadpool, but we never thought we'd get a good Deadpool movie. Oh, yeah, yeah I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, no, even the character was terrible in Wolverine Origins. You're like, wait, that's not Deadpool. I don't well, Ryan Reynolds is good in it. At the end, <laughs> the, his opening scene in the beginning was was okay. There was potential there. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, there was enough potential that, that he managed to convince the studios after a lot of work that, yes, him and Tim Miller, that, you look, look, see, we, this can be a good Deadpool film, see? And didn't thank so much God, convince them as they leaked everything. So they leaked, would they leaked the footage, and we did. <laughs> and uh, it turned out great, I thought. And now we get, a couple years later, Deadpool 2, which is basically taking off right where the uh, the first one uh, left off. Uh, but first off, I'm Chris. Patience. JC. Mike. George. 
And I think we were all pretty excited for this one. I mean, we were all fans of the original, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we were back for more of the same. Of I was a little scared because <laughs> Tim Miller had backed away from the project because apparently he and Ron Reynolds were still, they said, no, 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 we're good friends. We just had very different ideas about where we wanted this movie to go. And whenever I hear creative differences, the first thing I think is, ah, oh, fuck. It's going to suck. It's never usually a yeah. good sign. But, I mean, I can see what seeing this movie with the some of the choices it makes in it, why maybe Tim Miller had a different idea in mind for this, but I don't think this is hurt at all, especially bringing in a director like David Leach, who did uh, was the one half of the team that did John Wick mm-hmm. uh, and did Atomic Blonde, a guy who knows how to film action scenes, seems like the good, the right guy to bring in. Uh, we're, I don't see it. <laughs> we're, like, it's weird to talk about this, because there's a lot of stuff that is so core to what the whole story is about that I desperately don't want to spoil for you. Um, but, it's so, about family. So to, it's, <laughs> it's about, the, like, when they, they were talking in interviews about it, like, you know, the first one was like a superhero, like, rated R romantic comedy. Well, this is like a superhero rated R family comedy. And I guess, sort of. It kind of is. So, I mean, they, it's weird, like the Brady The Deadpool bunch. way it is. It's, it's about family as much as the Fast and Furious films are about yeah. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. actually a perfect analogy. <laughs> it's about actually. family. It's pretty dead on. They <laughs> no, you say, have to say, like, you say the word family more than ten times, and it's about family. I mean, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> returning as, as Wade say Wilson. Ben Diesel appears. Uh, he, it's about his, like, I need to feel like I have a family. I need more people in my life. And, and as you know, if you've been following any sort of marketing for this, this is kind of them setting up the introduction to or the X-Force, X-Force team, yeah. which in the X-Men comics is kind of the more black ops X-Men team, if the, the you will. The violent one. Yeah, the more violent one. Although I don't feel like they started that way, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like they were more officially sanctioned at first and later on became the kind of like... I don't know enough know. about them. No, am I wrong? I mean, pretty much the New Mutants, like Cable, took the New Mutants and made a strike force. Okay. Yeah. Because right, I know I'm. It's X so, Factor, which is going on at the same time. They were saying okay, maybe that's where I was yeah. confusing it with. Yeah. I, I, I haven't read. And them. then like later, like the with the Allward run, they were like uh, a reality television. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I, I like the the run that I I, I remember is, is the one that had Deadpool in it and and uh, uh, was like definitely had a lot of comedy aspects to it, right. to be sure. Uh, and, you know, this was like, okay, well, who in Deadpool's history has he always teamed up the best with? And I would argue for sure it would be Cable. Because I, I still think the best Deadpool run is the Cable and Deadpool comic book, which I thought was terrific. And here they got Josh Brolin, who, yes, we did just see last month in uh, another Marvel film playing Thanos. <laughs> and here he is playing Cable, or never actually referred to in the movie. So maybe he's not. But Nathan Summers. They never actually say his yeah, the character's name, real yeah. name, yeah. Uh, but you know. But they do tell you to not care about his backstory. Yeah, yeah. He's flat out says, "You know what? It's ridiculous. Don't even wiki it. Makes no sense," <laughs> which is kind of true. The Deadpool uh, game doesn't even try to explain it. Yeah, because it is ridiculous. But it's about him trying to get this team because there's a young mutant played by Julian Dennison who uh, was in that great uh, Taika Waititi movie, Hunt for the Wilder People. It's like a little adorable New Zealand fat kid that um, has really powerful mutant flame powers. And when they meet him, he's basically blowing up the orphanage that he's at because, like, these people, they're terrible. And it leads to a whole scenario, a jail scenario, which is super fun. Uh, a, the, the MacGuffin of, 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 uh, collars that take away mutant powers. Yeah. And ultimately the decision of 
what will happen with this kid's future? Will he turn into a supervillain and 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 be responsible for like lots of murder and death, or will he become a hero? With Deadpool strangely being the optimistic one, and Cable being the not so much, because you know <laughs> he's a time traveler from a future. You know the one where. Deadpool was wrong. <laughs> but this being a Deadpool movie, there's no predicting which way that's going to turn out. Because uh, often these things, de- the very point of Deadpool is to some to some degree subvert your expectations, which on several occasions in this film, it does magnificently. Oh my god. Yeah. There's a lot of people dying in this movie. And yeah. people that you're Good like, oh, don't, oh, they killed them. God damn it. I liked that person. Yeah. Like, why are you got to do that to me? Well, and it's, but it's Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. And it's hysterical. Well, I mean, they go, I feel like when they're writing this, like, let's go through the Z list of like Marvel characters that they could, that they're like, we're never going to use that guy in a movie. Go ahead. <laughs> you know? That's how they got uh, negative. Shit, I can't even Negasonic say it. Yeah, but who end up being like a, a better character and much more liked than anybody expected? Uh, or they made her that way. I, yeah, exactly. I would have actually way, liked yeah. to see more of her. I was kind of a little disappointed that she wasn't in this movie as much as she was. In the first movie, well, that, that, I figured she would be because, uh, like, she she was pretty good in Tragedy Girls, and so yeah. I thought I thought they would give her more. She room was fantastic to, in Tragedy Girls. Yeah, and the second, I thought they'd give her more room to breathe. The second more. season of The Exorcist as well. She was uh, oh, really great in I that. Really need to watch that. that. It's really good. But of course, this brings back Colossus as uh, who has a much bigger part to play than yeah. he did in the first one. Here, he's actually uh, has an emotional connection to Deadpool in this film, if you will. And most importantly, brings in Zazie Beetz as Domino, who's a mutant who's a, a mutant like badass whose badass. power is like like super mega ultra luck, basically. So good. And she is so great in this. She's the secret weapon of this film, I would argue. I absolutely love Domino. She was probably, I mean, other than obviously Deadpool, I, Domino was my favorite part. I, I would like to see a Domino movie, actually. Well, the next movie, they've because they were saying, so is there going to be Deadpool 3? He's like, well, I don't know, maybe eventually, but definitely the plan right now is, is to X-Force. just go to yeah. X-Force movies with Deadpool as a major character in them, which means... I think it's a good move. Yeah, no, and there's no end of other mutant characters they can end up bringing into this, even if this ends in a sort of like, okay, despite a lot of shuffling, I guess that's the X-Force team up now at the end. But um, there's... There's the one thing I'll say about this film that that in that for some people I think is going to turn them off in a way the first one didn't as much. The meta humor in here is so constant and so deep cut that I think some people are not as much into like the whole history. Yeah, it totally did, are, are going to go like Both I don't figuratively <laughs> and literally. You know, a lot of people are going to be like, I don't get that joke. I don't get that joke either. I don't get that joke because a lot of it is super deep cut. Um, uh, that for us all being comic book nerds, hey. Awesome. Well, I mean, oh, I, I never actually read the comic books. I've only watched the movies, and I got all the jokes. Did you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think I got all of the jokes. Yeah. I less, think. less comic books and more and more movies. Yeah. I, could, I could easily see so, see someone feeling like they're being beat, beaten the head over and over again with these jokes, and, and it sort of lack, lacking its appeal after a while. I mean, it certainly has... I mean, the meta humor is always been, even in the comics, the Deadpool strength that, you know, like... I've always been surprised. Have they ever ex- explored that, like, Deadpool has another secret mutant power, which is that he's aware that none of this is real and it's, it's not just a mutant power. He's just crazy. That's all well, no, knows. but but he's right. Yeah, right? he, he is respect. right. He knows he's right. So it's like, that's what I'm saying is like, it would be neat if they explored like, well, that he actually has awareness of a parallel universe. 
Oh, there's some versions of him that do do that. Okay, well, that's like, what I was There's one called asking. Deadpool Kills uh, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe, which keeps going into different things, mm-hmm. where he eventually tries to kill the Deadpool of the main universe because they both know each other exists. Well, my point being is it's nonstop, and I suspect some of the same people who maybe hate Family Guy so much that it actually makes them angry might dislike this for the same reasons. It's I feel lots like, and lots and lots and lots of references. I feel more like we, all of us in this room know a lot about movies, too, and I feel like there's going to be a lot of people who don't who are going to have yeah. a hard time laughing at most of what we laughed at, too. That's true. Huh? Well, yeah. DC Comics super fanboys are not going to be happy. Yeah. yeah. There's still a lot. It's just there's, there's some that they're just not going to get, but that's, you know... So many good DC jokes <laughs> yeah. in there, though. Uh, there's Holy a lot of digs at the DC uh, DCU, for sure, so if you're yeah. one of those people who's like gets mad every time someone like criticizes yeah. it, you're, you're, not gonna be happy. Happy. Uh, you're not going to be happy. What do you mean you don't like Ben Affleck Batman? <laughs> don't go to this movie. Well, Ben Affleck's Batman was okay. It's just the movie he was in was shit. Uh, <laughs> all, of, all of the movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm with George on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I thought overall this is funnier, I thought, to me, than the first film was. Maybe just because it's so rat-a-tat-tat jokes. In fact, it's a movie that seems inspired entirely to go see a second time because a lot of movies, com- comedies, there's... It, and I've always thought it's kind of got to be one of the hardest things with writing a comedy. That pause for laughter that's not like a sitcom pause, that's not obvious in case you're watching it at home or something that's awkward. But, you know, you know how to execute those things right. Here, there's just not even the slightest attempt to do that. It's just bang, 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 bang. And I'm like, God, now I have to see it again. I felt like I miss them because of the yeah. laughter. That's what I'm saying. Well, and yeah. there, there's some background jokes. Like, when a certain character appears, there's like this, cor- this choral... Um, a choir singing like holy shit balls and stuff and a lot of people didn't catch it when it was going in the movie and they actually repeat it at the end credits so people like yeah, that was the only reason I even yeah. knew because I heard people yeah. laughing. I was like, I don't get why they are at first. Yeah, if you pay attention to the lyrics to the choir singing. Yeah, I yeah. caught it too when it was going on. I was like, man, I wish I could hear the rest of the lyrics because yeah. it's in the middle of a super loud action sequence. Yeah. Which, yeah, and I, man, there's so much I wish I could say about like characters that make appearances. Oh in my here. god, so many cameos uh, by such amazing characters. I, I, just, I will say, this oh has my god, like it was multiple of the not only funniest cameos we've seen in a Marvel film, but but. Also, the shortest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But I like. There's one early on cameo that I was like, did not expect to happen. Mike, at I was all. holding my sides from laughing so I hard at it. Seriously, could not stop crying laughing. And the other thing, just to say, like, if you're one of those people who's like, I ain't got no time for post credit scenes. Uh, do not leave the theater until you are sure that they are done with the post credit scenes. There was no, at least at our screening, post post credit, like at the very end. So whatever. Unless like, you want I feel to- like Deadpool. The original Deadpool was like that. The press screening didn't have that at the very... No, it did. It did? Yeah, because I remember there was a whole conversation about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, because I was saying, you know, the only way this could really have a good post-credit scene is if it was like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off thing, and then Mm -hmm. that happened, and the guy sitting behind me looks at me and goes, you're a witch! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, this is like the single best post-credit scene to me in any Marvel film. It, I laughed so hard I was crying. I so. literally was crying laughing. It was so funny. I couldn't I couldn't even contain myself. No, and all that saying as funny as this is, I think that it's definitely playing on a lot of the same jokes that the first one was hitting, especially in terms of its med- meta humor, but it's so much funnier. They're they're even better. Yeah. yeah. It's also got the earmarks of, of uh, a movie that was allowing for a lot of improv because a lot of the lines in the trailer aren't in this movie at all. And so I, I think a lot of the funniest things that might have been in the trailer, there's funnier things in, in this movie that you haven't, yeah, that's you haven't true. seen. 
And as a horror fan, there were so many great deaths. Oh, man. Oh, this one is my, gory. I mean, yeah. it was gory as fuck. And I loved every single minute of it. And they did, did not shy away from the blood and, and guts. Yeah, and characters, this. when they die, they, they go out bad. It was like Final Destination style. It was great at some points. Yeah, there was a certain amount of that. But as well, the action was like, there were so many creative things they did with the action. There's one thing in particular they did where Cable breaks Deadpool's arm. And then he's like, uses it sort of totally broken and like wiry to strangle him with from like behind his neck, which obviously totally impossible move to actually do in real life. But it's just very like it's it's one of those using Deadpool's own weird physiology in a way to make an action scene move forward that is totally a hallmark of what David Leach does so well and brilliant. It's brilliant. It makes sense for his character a hundred percent, and I, I think the comedy works mostly because they they've gotten past the origin part of his of his life, so you can now just do whatever the fuck you want at that point. Um, That's a good point. I, there is some. Uh, portions of this film that get kind of sad. There are characters that you're not going to want to say goodbye to. Um, and there are uh, sequences that like definitely slow down and go like, okay, hold on, we have to take a minute here to be serious. But don't worry, it doesn't last long. And sooner or later, we're back to punching people in the dick jokes. <laughs> we're stabbing them. I mean, I, I watch this and I do feel like a 13-year-old boy, but fuck it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the whole basis of his character, though. Did you just say butt fuck it? Yeah, but, but yeah. comma, fuck it. Oh. Yeah. For, I should have specific. specifically added yeah. the, the verbal... Uh, I don't know. We just we just got out of a Deadpool movie. Yeah, I didn't. No. <laughs> no. There were lots of references to putting things in butts in this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, what? <laughs> there were, though. Your husband is in for a surprise tonight. <laughs> hey, honey, look what I got. Oh, what's this? It's a Deadpool strap-on. <laughs> All right, let's go to final thoughts. George, get us started. Uh, I overall, I think this is slightly stronger than the first movie, which I which I liked but didn't love. It was a good time. I think this one uh, is an even better time, which is remarkable because I didn't think they'd be able to capture lightning in a bottle twice. And uh, I overall, you know, just really enjoyed it. I thought the action was really good. There's some wonky CGI, but it's better than the first one. Uh, once again, overall, and I think it's just stronger. Stronger humor and stronger action, and, and actually care about characters that I'd expect to care about. Uh, I would give it eight and a half out of ten freakish baby books. Nice. <laughs> uh, Michael Goat Killer Rios. <laughs> oh, God. As <laughs> Chupacabla. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the movie has a great soundtrack as well going for it. A lot of use of 80s references, almost the same way the Gardens kind of does, although it doesn't exactly play through the story, but you just hear a lot of them in the background. And in the saddest version of Take On Me I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> by, ah. oh, was it really? Was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no kidding. That's kind of amazing. But, it uh, makes me even sadder just that there is a sad version of that song. Because that's one of those songs I've always like, oh, this song makes me happy. Yeah, it was from an MTV Unplugged Europe session. No Jesus kidding. Christ. Wow. That's, that's kind of awesome. Talk about deep cut. Like human Wikipedia. Here, right? Here. <laughs> I, I, it, it went kind of viral like six months ago. So oh, I did it? Because of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Big AHA fans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the movie's fantastic. It's really funny. It's just some amazing action sequences. I get why Tim Miller and, and uh, Ryan Reynolds had, you know, the creative differences, because I remember Tim Miller saying that he wanted to keep it a lot more low-key like the first one was, 
Ron Reynolds wanted to go balls out, almost literally. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, which it kind of does. He kind of does. <laughs> it was his basic instinct moment. <laughs> but what? But what happens uh, as the movie progresses? You you find yourself caring about people that you didn't expect to care about, and and a lot of surprises, cameos, and a lot of surprise characters appeared. And and I thought Cable was great. Uh, he wasn't, you know, he would. Like, they don't say a lot about him, which I think is good, because Cable is the most confusing comic book character probably in history. Yeah. I thought his power was just to have a giant gun at one point, because I had no idea what his actual power was. The only to be. person who even, like, rivals him with confusing backstories is Franklin Richards, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, which, yeah, we're not getting into that. No. <laughs> I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. It's, overall, yeah, the movie's hysterical, it's sweet. And it's just, I think it is, in fact, a lot better than the first one, only because of the fact that it gets the origin out of the way. And that happens with a lot of the, a lot of the sequels to superhero movies, luckily. Uh, I would have to give it 9 out of 10... Uh, racial humor, I guess. <laughs> Accidental, with quotes. <laughs> All right, JC Slam Dunk DeLeon. What's <laughs> up with the nicknames today? Sorry, I'll come back around to you. Just George. Uh, George. 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 Just George. George. Hey, Ian is Ian the Butcher Butcher, so there you go. Um, yeah, I agree that, uh, yeah, it's weird that superhero movies don't usually fall victim to the uh, like sophomore slump, uh, sequel slump, if you will. Um, I think because they have the advantage of the of knowing what worked in the first one. And the origin is out of the way, and so it's like, yeah, we can really give you more of what you want in the second one. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny that superhero sequels are usually uh, better, and in this one, I would say so because I think a lot of the stuff that really worked in the first one that's amplified here. Um, the story is really cool. Um, the story is really funny. The way all the characters are interwoven, uh, how they get along, I think uh, works really well. The action is fantastic. Um, and that's that. The first one, the action of the first one was really done really well too. To improve on that, even in this one, uh, I think it was impressive enough too. Um, yeah, I would say, yeah, definitely. I want to see more of Domino. I think uh, I think she was fantastic, and, and uh, I want to see what they do with her character. Uh, even want to see more of Colossus. I think kind of you know. What he's capable of... Uh, they actually developed him even more here. Yeah. I'm kind of like, why don't you put him in an X-Men film now? Yeah. Isn't it time? <laughs> yeah. Because it was certainly... In the, you could even put humor in the other ones and be like, hey, Colossus, where have you been this whole time? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would give this uh, probably 8 out of 10 uh, truck nuts. <laughs> All right. Patience, Scream I, Queen. I know. Oh, no. Patience, yeah. the Scream Queen. Yeah. Um... I can't believe I'm saying this, but I actually liked this one better than the first one. And I'm shocked, I tell you. Absolutely shocked, because I thought it was going to be good, but I didn't have a lot of high hopes. Um, the action was fantastic. Like I said, the deaths were amazing. I agree with George. The CGI was a little wonky, but maybe that's a product of having too big of a budget this time, as opposed to the first time, where they wouldn't have like tried to do as much... like. I don't know if that's the case. Where they, they point out the CGI's, so yeah. it's not like they're trying. There are some characters that look like look amazing. So. Yeah. yeah, there are some characters that look like at a game too. It's, it's, it's potentially yeah. a joke. 
Yeah. That's possible. But, yeah. Um, of course, there was a couple scenes that I felt. Yeah, like. especially with like the X, the the what is it called? The X Jet. The Blackbird. Uh, yeah, is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. That was. I thought that was like it took me out of the movie right away. But um, I really, I, unlike Infinity War, which don't get me wrong, I absolutely loved Infinity War, but Infinity War was kind of exhausting, and I found this movie to be just super enjoyable. Like I was just enjoyed myself the whole entire time. I laughed my ass off. Some of the cameos, holy shit, you're just like blown away by some of the cameos, and I loved it. I would like to see more Domino. Um, and I think Domino made up for the lack of Negasonic Teenage Warhead. So I give it nine inches out of ten of my strap-on. There you go. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with more or less what everybody's saying. I will say as well, I think at 119 minutes, it's a l- just a titch too long. Because there is a point where I did feel a little exhausted, where I was like, this is really fun, but there's a point I just kind of want you to wrap It was no up. two hours and 45 minutes, though, of mm-hmm. Infinity War. It was the life of the party. But, but I was more <laughs> invested in the plot for that one yeah, than I was with this true. one. Um, and yes, the CG is, gets a little wonky at points. There was a, a bit I remember with like cars being thrown around and like exploding. I was like, wow, that looked terrible. But you know what? Who cares? We're really on the whole going to see these things for the humor and the extreme violence. And on that level, this movie delivers in spades or in wades. I can't say. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, boo this man! <laughs> we can't boo me. We just came from a pun movie. <laughs> uh, so many puns. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. I think anybody who was a fan of the first one is not going to be disappointed. At worst, worst they might like it a little less. But come on. If you didn't like the first one at all, there's no way you're going to like this one, though. I'll just say. This, this is, it's, it's a sequel to the first one, 100%. Um, but I loved it. I had a great time. I can't wait to watch it again at home so I can actually hear all the dialogue that I missed because everybody was laughing in the, in the film so much. That's not a criticism towards audiences, mind you, because I was one of those people. Um, I give it 9 out of 10... Um, Marvel branded really weirdo music boxes that I would totally buy. <laughs> For sure. But once again, please don't miss this post credit scene, I'm telling you. It's, it's worth it. And any one of you motherfuckers that spoils that post credit scene for anyone else, you are the most horrible human being on the whole we place. Hate you. You're terrible. There's a great dance off at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, they should have added that as the post post credit scene. Yeah, it would have been amazing. Yeah. 